0: everyone. Welcome back to But What Will People Say? I'm your host, Deesha Mazepa, and this is a South Asian Interracial Relationship and Lifestyle Podcast. Welcome back for another episode. Hi, everybody. I'm feeling ranty today, so we're going down the solo episode route today, and I wanted to talk about living actively. And what I mean by that is being an active participant in your own life and being conscious of the decisions you're making and why you are doing the things that you are doing. Why do you believe the things that you believe? And I think, you know, to some extent, I feel like as I get older, I see more and more people who are just going through the motions of life. They're just checking the boxes. They're going, waking up. You go to your nine to five. You watch Netflix when you come home. You make dinner and you go to bed. Like, and they just do it over and over and over again until one day you're like 40. You've got three kids. You don't know how you got there. And then they have a midlife crisis. And it's like, no one's putting any thought into it. And even like, I'm only, I'm 29 and I see on Instagram all the time, like people, they have their relationship, they get engaged, they get married, and they immediately, immediately have a kid. And I'm like, did we think about that? Or did we just like have a kid? Because as I get older, I have more and more people in my life who have had children and more and more people who start admitting that they're kind of depressed or they're not really happy with their lives or they don't really feel fulfilled. And I'm, listen, I'm not shitting on kids. I want kids more than anything, But, like, the decision to have them should be an active one, not, like, a passive, like, well, this is what you do. You get married and then you pop out a baby. And I'm like, this, you got to be kidding me right now. Did we put any thought into this at all? Maybe? No? I don't know. But this is what I mean. It's like, no one's thinking about what they're doing. And then one day they're upset and they don't know why they're upset. And it's like, you're just not building the life that you want. Like, if you want your life to look a certain way, you have to start acting like it and start taking actions in that direction. And not just that, but like when you actively participate in your own life, one, you can create the life that you want, but two, you can also stop being reactive. You can look ahead at problems that might be on the horizon or might happen and take actions now to mitigate them or prevent them altogether. And you know, an example, just a really small example of that is like for me at work, the one thing that gets me real peeved is when they start scheduling patients into my documentation time because, you know, we got to make money at all costs. So let's take away Deisha's documentation time. And luckily, generally, the organization respects my doc time. But sometimes they're like, you know what, we're just going to slide a few kids in and hopefully no one will notice. And then that day comes, I walk in, I look at my schedule, and I'm like, where's my doc time? And then I get peeved. So instead, I now always look ahead at my schedule. And if I see that my doc time is either missing or scheduled into, I will shoot a little message over to the scheduling people and say, hey, I need you to put doc time in at this time because I don't have it that day. Whether if I see an opening, I'll give them a specific time, or I'll tell them, hey, it's not there, figure it out. And they always do. And then I don't have that problem anymore because they know, one, Disha doesn't like when we take away dog time. So she's going to, you know, make it our problem if we don't give it to her in the first place. And so generally, it doesn't happen as often as it used to. And I prevent it from happening because I go ahead and do something about it. And that's a super small example. But like, it's all of that, right? Creating the life you want is just a bunch of tiny steps to build your future to look the way that you want it to look, no matter how outrageous that might be. I mean, I'm right here trying to become a full-time podcaster and everyone's like, Tisha, what is wrong with you? But I'm doing it. I'm working on it. We're getting there. And that's what it is. It's just taking little steps. If you want to get into shape, it's, okay, what can I do to be in shape? Are you going to wait until you have a stroke or a heart attack? to try to get in shape because a lot of people do. Nothing is more motivating than fear, ladies and gentlemen. But let's not wait for that. If you decide, hey, I have a family history of heart disease like so many South Asians do. What can I do to prevent that? You can go to the gym and you can start working out and you can start eating healthier. Well, where do we begin with that? Well, what's something small you can do to get there? You can Either join a gym or get a free weekly pass or maybe work with a personal trainer, whatever works for you. But at least it means you are consciously making decisions to start creating the kind of change you wanna see in your life. And it doesn't have to be practical. I mean, for me, one of the decisions I made a few years ago was I don't wanna work on Fridays anymore. I believe in three-day weekends. And it took me a while, but I don't work on Fridays anymore, guys. I don't work for my... Like, my regular job, I basically, like, I work in the morning, so I can't say I, like, have totally done it. But in that sense, I mean, I, like, sit in bed and I check my emails for the podcast and for my business. I pack up orders that I have to get out the door, and by around 11 a.m., I'm usually totally freed up. I hit the gym. I hang out. I do my thing. And, you know, to some of you, it might be like, how do you just decide you're not working on Fridays anymore? I'm like, I just did. And then because here's the thing, manifesting is cute, but it's a little bit passive for my taste. Like you have to do something about it. And so I always tell people, like, don't try to manifest your life. Don't sit here and like ask for what you want. Demand what you want. Demand the life that you want. Demand the things that you want in your life, because when you do one, the world, the people around you know what you want. Right. So like part of this is if people don't know what you want, they're not going to read your mind. So you're not going to get what you want. Like if you want a promotion, you got to put it out there, folks. You got to tell your boss, hey, how do I get a promotion? What do I have to do to get a promotion? Like they they don't just know because there's lots of people who work like regular jobs that maybe don't want to be promoted. So like, which sounds crazy if you're someone who does want to be promoted, but it's true. And when you start putting it out there and you start demanding what you want from the world as much as sometimes it feels like i'm taking a hammer to a brick wall building the life that i want at least it's finally starting to take shape and it doesn't look like a cookie cutter life cuz Personally, that's just not what I want. And listen, if your nine to five job makes you happy, it helps you provide for your family, it gives you purpose, it gives you all those other things like 401ks and benefits and PTO and you're happy with that. Great. Do that. Most people do. And most people are happy with that. But for me, let's be real. I've never had PTO a day in my life. I've never had a job that gave me benefits. It's hilarious because I work in healthcare and. I just don't value it, I don't care. It doesn't matter to me. And so I don't go after that and that's okay. I think some people are really scared to go against the grain because there isn't a clear path, right? There's a clear path when you go to school, you get good grades, you go to college, you get a job, you do the nine to five until you retire. It's a clear path and it works for a lot of people. It means they'll have a stable future I don't, maybe not if you're a millennial, but you know, the Gen Xers, it'll, you know, it'll at least let you predict what the future will look like. So when you start demanding things that don't look like that, it can be scary because you, you don't know how you're going to get there and you don't know what that's going to look like. But if you are actively participating in your life, you can do it and you don't have to make like, big, long yearly goals. Like I read um, Life Pass by Pyle and one of the things in her little plan is like you make short three-month goals. Like your long-term goals are only three months at a time. And that makes it really easy to keep track of and manage and also constantly remind yourself what those goals are because you have like words associated with them. Um, And so, you know, kind of think about what you want your life to look like. And by that, I mean like, what are the things that you want to take precedent. Like, is it your family? Is it taking care of your health? Is it maybe some goals you might have? Like, I would like to one day do a triathlon and I know my husband would too. And so like health and fitness is a huge part of our lives and we make it a priority and we schedule it into our days so that it's always there. And we set it, we set ourselves up for success and we give ourselves the tools because here's the thing you're never doing anything alone like there are tools there are apps there are websites there are coaches and mentors and support groups that you can always go to to help you create the life that you want i used to surround myself with a bunch of people who were in healthcare and that was great and i still have lots of wonderful people in healthcare in my life but i've also started surrounding myself with women in business with a bunch of podcast friends, with people in interracial relationships so that those things are also highlighted in my life and keep me on track and keep me motivated because as the age old saying goes, birds of a feather flock together. And if you surround yourself with the people who are working towards building the kind of lives they want, it'll keep you on track to keep building the life that you want. And also don't be like, Apologetic or scared about the life that you want if it goes against the grain. You know, I know so many of you in interracial relationships. It's it's like, you know, my parents want me to marry the brown guy. Unfortunately, your parents aren't living your life for you. And if the life that you want to build includes a partner that is not brown, then demand it. Make it happen. Quite frankly, flip the table and force it to happen. Because the people who get what they want, are the ones who go after it. There is no passively standing back and hoping things just work out. It, I'm I hate to break it to people, but that's how you have a midlife crisis because you passively lived your life and then one day it slapped you in the face. Like I was listening to another podcast and it was I forgot who it was, but he said if you think the price of winning is too high, wait until you get the bill for regret. And I think that is like melted into my brain for the last few weeks. Cause even when it like feels hard, like getting up and editing this podcast feels hard or getting up and going to the gym before I have to go to work and packing my gym bag is annoying and tedious. But then I think about that quote and I'm like, what's worse, just doing it now or regretting it later. And I'm like, "Yo, I'm gonna pay so hard if I don't do this right now. Cause guess what? If I don't get a podcast episode every episode out every week this show doesn't grow this show to me it feels like people will forget about it and no one's gonna listen and we're not gonna get new listeners but instead I just force myself to put an episode out every week and I'm even thinking about this summer I'm like I've the show has been on so much momentum recently that I'm almost scared to put it on hiatus in the summer and so I, I'm not entirely sure what I'm gonna do yet for this summer But there is a part of me that doesn't want to stop putting out episodes. And then it's like, well, I have all of this content. What can I do with it to keep the show afloat for the summer if I don't want to maybe constantly be recording and editing? And so I've got a few ideas up my sleeves and let's see what happens. Because some of you might say that's a lot of pressure to put on yourself to get an episode out every week. Guys, we don't make it to 100 something episodes as a semi successful podcast because I sporadically put an episode out you all know to expect an episode on Wednesday and normally I do give myself a break in the summer and I don't intend to not take a break I'm just trying but now see this is what I mean I want to take a break but I don't want to put the show on hiatus how do we make that work if I'm actively making that decision, that means I'm now going to problem solve for it. And I have, I do have a plan for the summer. It's not completely hashed out, but it's still a plan that lets the show stay relevant while I still get a break. Whereas before I was just putting the show on hiatus because I just wanted a break. But now as the show has grown, as we've gotten a bigger listenership, I feel a bit more pressure to, you know, stay up to producing episodes. And, I'm going to figure that out and it might sound ridiculous, but I said I want it and now I'm getting after it and doing it. So I hope you all can choose to live actively to start demanding the things you want in life and going after them and going after them relentlessly, like going after them and ignoring the people who want to bring you down or slow you down. Because you know what? Those little like the peanut gallery in the side you already know where those people will fall in your life. It means they will fall by the wayside because then you start surrounding yourself with people who encourage you, with people who tell you to go after what you want, that are there to support you and that understand when you're willing to make a sacrifice to get what you want. Because- Let's be real. When I started the show, I used to cancel on a lot of plans. I used to not show up. I used to say, Hey, I can't. I'm recording a podcast, especially as some of you know, I used to work in the city and like 60 hours a week in Manhattan. And then coming home and podcasting was a lot. And sometimes I wonder how I did it. But it was because I didn't hang out with anyone. I spent every weekend recording multiple episodes. Like Friday, Saturday, Sunday, I was recording all day. I was, there were times where I would have four recordings in a day and I would stress myself out, but it meant I had content lined up for months because I needed this show to stay afloat for as long as I possibly could until I had some level of comfort in my listener base and in my audience, which I have now. And sometimes I feel like I'm getting a little too comfortable and then I have to be like, Deisha, you could be doing more. And then I go do more. And I'm not saying you shouldn't have self care or whatever, but I think when you create the life you want, you are taking care of yourself. Like for me, part of that looks like going to the gym and working out and eating right. Like those are things I look forward to doing. I love working out. I love seeing my personal trainer on Fridays because I've built that into my life. And I go to the gym before I go to work. Like, You just do it and then you need less of this like self care journal, whatever, like bullshit parade. Like, that's cute, like, great. But what are you avoiding? What are you not doing to change your life that you're just like passively going through it, you know? Cause like, I'm a morning routine and I like to say I set it up so it's something I look forward to. You know, I get up, I have my mushroom coffee, I read my tarot cards, I like do my thing. And that's all self care. But mixed into that, is building a day following that morning routine that I really look forward to doing, whether that's podcasting or packaging orders or creating new products or just going to my job. Like I know some of you know that I kind of hate my job, right? Like being in healthcare is a nightmare, but I've slowly forced it to become what I want so that it's not only bearable, but it is now something that I look forward to. I work more now than ever and I actually enjoy going to work. I don't dread it. I don't wake up and think, "Fuck, I don't want to be here. There's some bullshit, and we've talked about this in previous episodes where the goal isn't to be happy all the time it's just to reduce the bullshit and fill most of your day with things that are you like doing and minimize the things you don't really enjoy doing but you have to do right We have to write notes at the end of the day at the end of the day you have to take out the garbage you have to you know, I don't know, do other things that adults do. But then you also start filling it with the things you want to do and the people you want to be around and like, you know, getting a job that is maybe better for your mental health or better for your space. And maybe you can't change your job. I couldn't really change my job. I lost the one and then I got another one and then that changed. and I didn't love that either. But then I started demanding what I wanted. I started being proactive at work and realizing these are the things I don't like about my job. For example, scheduling into my doc time. And then I started proactively changing that and preventing that. So now I still have the same job. I haven't left, but it's way more positive and it's way more fulfilling. And I'm grateful for that, but you don't have to like run away from your problem. You can just think, You know, people always give me shit for being like, blame everything on yourself. But when you blame everything on yourself, when you look at all the things you don't like about your life and problems you have and you say it's your own fault, it also means you're your own solution. That means, again, you are living actively. You are taking control of your life, making the decisions that you want to make to do what you want and make it what you want it to be instead of just accepting what everyone around you has told you, you just have to take it. You have to tolerate it. You have to accept it. You don't. If it's all your own fault, it makes it real easy to take charge of your own decisions. So yeah, that's all I have to say today. I hope that was motivating. I got that rant out of my system. I'll see you guys again next week. Bye. Thanks so much for tuning in, guys. Make sure if you enjoyed this episode, you leave us a review on iTunes. You can find the show on all major streaming platforms. You can find me on Instagram at disha.mazeppa. You can shop my Etsy shop, dishaMazeppa Designs. Find out everything you want to know about this show at dishamazeppa.com. And if you or someone you know would like to be a guest, you can email BWWPSpodcast at gmail.com. And I'll see you guys next time. Bye. This podcast is hosted and produced by Disha Mystery Mazeppa. Music for the show was created by Crexwell.